Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. I'm here again at Moneycomf, and I'm talking to you, Bradley Zastro from uh, Dash. How's it going, Bradley? Hey, very well, thanks. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. Tell us a bit about what you guys actually do in Dash. No, well, Dash is, uh, real simply, Dash is a payment network. We are a cryptocurrency, digital cash. Yep. Uh, we focus on um, payments. Uh, that's our that's our use case. That's our focus. Uh, and, and more specifically around payments, it's about um, near Visa-like transaction speeds. We confirm in about one second. And really inexpensive transactions fees. Uh, so right now, uh, for that instant type of a transaction, it costs a little less than three U.S. cents. Uh, so extraordinarily uh, good value as far as transactions go. And what markets are you based in? Is this America or Europe or where else are you based? Uh, we are a decentralized organization in that sense. Uh, myself personally, even though I'm an American citizen, I've been based out of Sydney, Australia for yeah. the past 14 years. Um, and our team is, is very much global in nature as well. Um, so Dash Core Group, uh, with whom I'm actually employed, uh, we are headquartered out of Scottsdale, Arizona in yeah. the United States, but again, the network is, is very much global. And uh, where do you see your next market going to be? Is it Africa, Asia, or where is the big growth areas for you guys? You know, Venezuela has been uh, an area, well, both, you know, I guess maybe to take a quick step back, uh, um, we're definitely focusing on a lot of those kind of distressed markets. Yeah. Um, in, in those markets, of course, you know, all payments are broken on yeah. some level. Um, so Venezuela is definitely a key area of focus for us. We see mainstream adoption already kind of organically taking place there. Yeah. Um, and I think the main reason why is for those of us that are lucky to live in a Western country, um, the volatility of, of cryptocurrency is a disincentive to spend and use. But when you flip the situation around and, and you're looking at it from the lens of people in Venezuela, in Argentina, in Zimbabwe, and, and in some of these other countries, where, again, that national fiat is more volatile, um, it becomes an incentive to want to use and, and have crypto because yeah. it's, it's basically it's safer. And how do you uh, guarantee your, your, your uh, currency is safer? What do you do to protect it? Um, well, I mean, insofar that, you know, like any other cryptocurrency, uh, you know, we do have a large network. Uh, yep. You know, insofar as Dash is a little bit different, we've got not only the miners, which I think most people are familiar with, but yep. we also have a layer that we call masternodes. Um, those masternodes are kind of like shareholders of the network. Uh, they're the ones voting on proposals and, and kind of monthly yeah. uh, uh, investment. I guess you could say, um, but it's really it's the combination of that type of governance provides a certain level of security as yeah. well because what it means is it means we're actively participating um, as a company uh, to drive uh, the network forward. And where you see your next markets? I mean, what areas do you invest in with this? Look, areas like oil use you as a currency. I mean, you know, I think uh, so. Markets that we're looking at, you know, definitely focusing a lot on that kind of distressed market. Yeah. The way we're doing it outside of say, individual distressed markets that we're looking at more as a vertical channel, uh, we're looking more at different payment types. Yeah. Um, because we're a payment coin, what's our use case in these different payments? Um, so, for example, some payment types today, we don't feel like we're a good fit, so we're not going to focus on yeah. checks being maybe a good example of yeah. that. Uh, other examples where we do feel we have a strong fit is, for example, the remittance market. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in that sense, you know, how do we prioritize different markets?
markets depends, you know, basically on a combination of scale, where's that opportunity, uh, as well as also where some of that kind of groundwork uh, already exists for Dash and some of those yeah. markets. So Latin America in general is a very interesting region, um, and also Asia Pacific insofar as that remittance market. Yeah, I met a couple early, to, early today from Argentina, and there is a quarter of a million dollars already on, on, uh, on uh, money for the company. And I'm thinking, that's pretty good for, for, for a country that was once distressed market. Mm. No, absolutely. So it shows you're in the right area if you're going into that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, again, you know, it, it goes back to uh, in these markets where the national fiat so damaged. Yeah. It, that's where, again, I, th- I think that mainstream adoption is really going to start first. That These are the people that, that need, that want a solution. Uh, they're, they're paying almost a tax, if you will, in so far that the inflation they're experiencing or um, through, say, uh, different limitations with how they can move their money and protect yeah. it. Um, also with Africa as well, because Africa, most people haven't got bank accounts, mm-hmm. and they use mobile devices to actually transfer money, so well, something like what, what Dash does, they can do that without having to worry about banks. And you're absolutely right. You know, bringing that, that kind of unbanked uh, people into the financial ecosystem yeah. is, is one of the benefits of, you know, of both Dash and cryptocurrency in general, and, and with the Dash wallet, uh, to your point, that's, yeah. that's a mobile bank in your in your own phone. Yeah, and I guess so long term, if you're basically uh, an NGO like the UN or something like that, or UNESCO, you can actually use basically a, a Dash wallet to provide people with, with the currency they can buy certain things with it. Absolutely right. You know, I th- one of the, the elements that we look at when we go into to these types of markets as well is you do need that that foundation, you know, yeah. fiat on and off ramps yeah. as an example to be able to, or merchants to be able to spend. So it's somewhat of a chicken and egg problem. Yeah. Uh, you've got to get the demand and you've got to get the supply to kind of meet in the middle, for lack of a better word. But um, nonetheless, at the same time, um, you're absolutely right. You know, it, it, it provides a very easy and quick solution to move money across border, particularly given that it's a 24-7 operation. Uh, you don't have to wait for, you know, the bank to be open to, yeah. say, do a wire or things of that nature. And I guess also you can make sure the money is, if it's against an NGO, it's spent in the right places, not, not misused. No, and that's the other, you know, element around blockchain, you know, and Dash as well, is that, yeah, the transactions are transparent. Yeah. Um, you know, and insofar as, you know, that type of um, you know, auditing, I guess, you know, it's hard to identify because everything's based on a crypto, yeah. uh, cryptographic address, you know, but nonetheless, you know, I think there is, uh, you know, that opportunity for kind of that greater accountability because of that transparency. You don't want that. You can't change the records. So. No, and you don't want a scenario where basically a, a, a government is given a lot of cryptocurrency and then the end that money is used to buy weapons rather than buy food or, or anything else for people. Yeah, no, and that's exactly it. And that's why, we, you know, you focus, I think, a lot, you know, from our perspective, you know, what we're focusing on is how to give that value to the people, to your point, so that it's not misappropriated at a government level. It's working really directly with the people, finding out, you know, where are they spending their money, where, where, you know, insofar as, you know, say, getting merchant adoption or things along those lines. Where's their pain points? What do they need help with? Um, and working with them directly, I think, provides that. And I guess also, if you can more or less guarantee at a charity transparent with where the money is going, we're actually getting investment from people because they know the money's not been misused. Mm, possibly as well. Absolutely. Yeah, because I've seen in the past where a certain uh, charity, a lot, lot of the money that that, that, that been given is, is spent on their own admin costs. But if you can guarantee that a lot of the money is going where it should go, not been misappropriated or basically siphoned off, you're going to get more investment in that charity. Mm. 
No, you're absolutely right. I mean, any any charity that that can prove, so to speak, yeah. um, where their money's going, that it's not, to your point, being misappropriated in any way. I think any charity, you know, really aims for that kind of transparency. Um, and you're right; the more transparent uh, a charity would be, in in so far of that kind of distribution, yeah, clearly would be a benefit. Absolutely. And I guess uh, blockchain is going to be helpful that because more Maryland's going to use smart contracts that so you know where everything's going. Uh, you know, possibly as well. I mean, you know, Dash itself is a payment coin, so yeah. we're, we, you know, it's in so far that we don't kind of operate in, in so in that sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's definitely a possibility, and I think there's multiple different use cases um, with just the different types of crypto that's out there. I think some of them are probably still being kind of worked through. Yeah. Um, but you know, nonetheless, as so far as Dash goes, uh, we're pretty clear. We're a payment coin, uh, and we're really quick, and we're really cheap. And what are your plans for the next five years? Next five years is really around growing that ecosystem. Yeah. You know, it's it's around identifying those markets, um, really making an impact in those markets and building that ecosystem, and finding ways as well to, to then replicate that, you know, around the globe. And then the other element is also to, you know, really growing and becoming more mainstream. I think over the, the next five years, uh, the, the industry will mature. I think yeah. I do see um, possibly that, that consolidation. It's a lot like the dot-com. Yeah. So I can see consolidation. I can see... You know, I can see winners and I can see losers, you know, as far as that being a natural outcome of kind of any particularly high growth uh, uh, new industry that, yeah. that crypto is. But what I do see is in that five years is I see Dash being a lot more of a mainstream player. Uh, it's a lot more common uh, to accept and to send Dash and that it's a lot more available for people to be able to spend. Yeah, and lastly, about when it comes, how have you enjoyed it so far? It's been great. You know, it's been, uh, I think we, we've been on the, the conference circuit for a few weeks now, so uh, it's nearing the end, which is kind of nice, I think, to you know sleep in one's own bed, as it were. But the conference itself, I think, has been really great. Uh, we've had some great conversations with uh, both existing partners as well as uh, you know potential ones. Um, so, and as far as the conference goes, it's what we uh, what we're looking for. All right, great. Thanks so much for that, and uh, have a great day. Hey, cheers, Ron. Thanks. Thanks.